Welcome back to Trading 360. It's time for our 360 round. We'd like to recap Apple, the earnings. Our panel is here. Daniel Rubino, executive editor at Windows Central, and Kyle Clark, investment advisor representative with Gerber Kawasaki Wealth and Investment Management. Thank you both for being with us. Obviously, this was a big week for tech earnings. Uh, Daniel, I'll start with you. As we did see, Apple right now is up about 3% after the quarter. Um, does this signal some good leadership by Cook? This was something that you wanted to talk about a little bit. Tell me more about this beat. Yeah, I think Cook has done an extraordinarily good job here. Uh, obviously, we're dealing with some macroeconomic issues that are challenging supply chain. And the question was demand, you know, and they did face some supply chain issues, as they said, with the Mac and iPad. In fact, they couldn't even test demand for the Mac since they couldn't deliver enough. And that's actually not a bad thing to have happen. Um, but the supply chain wasn't as bad as they anticipated. They were talking about four to eight billion dollars in loss. They came below that, which is really nice to see. And that's the story here is that they sort of beat everybody, their own expectations considering what they're up against. Now, when it comes to demand, they are a consumer-focused company, and that's gonna be a test in the next couple months, depending on where the economy goes. That said, in the past, they've weathered this better than other companies, mostly because you know, their, their buyers tend to be more affluent, tend to have a little bit more discretionary spending, and it tends to benefit them. In the past, when they've had uh, economic downturns, the iPhone actually has always done well. And we do know the iPhone 14 is coming in the next few months. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it does pretty well, considering the iPhone 13 did better than expected. Yeah, and, you know, that's supposed to be a higher price point item, a unit that um, they don't need to sell as many. They just need to, is they're going to jack up the price on that one, and there may be um, demand for that. Kyle, what are your thoughts here? I mean, we did see revenue growth slowing in earnings, but at the same time, you too thought, you know, things certainly weren't as bad as expected at all. Definitely. If you're an Apple holder, like you got to be happy with this earnings print that they put out. You know, Tim has done an incredible job. Luke has done an incredible job of really being able to navigate and provide a blueprint for how to navigate during challenging times for companies like this. Um, they are facing a lot of headwinds, obviously, with the supply chain issues. You know, China wasn't nearly as bad as people had anticipated with those slowdowns and COVID-19 lockdowns over there. And it really kind of illustrates how well they're able to you know, get through periods like this as an operator. And more importantly, you know, these numbers are still very, very strong with them beating on earnings um, and obviously in line with revenue. And that moving forward has to be encouraging for investors that anticipated a really challenging quarter uh, moving forward with obviously, you know, the biggest lagger and headwind that they experience is the foreign exchange numbers um, that they had anticipated, you know, continuing with the rising dollar. And, you know, Dan Daniel, can it continue to be a winner here in this environment going forward? Yeah, although I do have one concern, which is services. You know, services is a very rapidly growing segment for them. It's bringing in a lot of revenue. But this is the third quarter where we've seen a deceleration in growth from them uh, when it comes to services. And I think it's because, you know, there's a lot of, especially when it comes to Apple TV, which has gotten way better considering when it launched. It's out, you know, has a lot of good programming, but still consumers tend to be, you know, a little bit more picky on their services these days. And it's very easy to sign up for one month and quit the next month without guaranteed revenue. And so I'm a little concerned about 
the future prospects for growth in that area. I think the iPhone is going to continue to do well. I think the Macs will continue to do well, although, again, the trends in the PC market right now are saying that is also decelerating significantly, the exception being probably high-end gaming and enterprise. But Apple really doesn't do either of those. So I'll be a little curious next quarter how the Macs continue to do and where services, uh, if they continue to continue to expand a little bit or we see an acceleration of that growth. Yeah, understood. And as we look abroad, um, you're both sort of looking to that area, too, for growth. And we've seen some of that. In fact, um, the revenue growth was something with that you focused on, Kyle, a lot. Do you think that's going to help prop up this company and this stock? Absolutely. And I think it's really important to note that their international segments within developing countries like obviously with India and Brazil, they were up double digits in terms of their revenue growth. So <clears throat> that really helps, you know, continue to increase their demand internationally and be able to diversify their revenue streams for international outside of just reliance on China and Europe. Um, you know, 19% of China's re of revenue comes from China, you know, another 24% comes from Europe. So I think that this is a great opportunity for, for Apple to be able to continue to show that they're a leader um, with their growth expectations moving forward internationally. Yeah. So do you like this stock, Kyle? Would you buy it here? Where do you think it's headed? It's at 162. I think it's hard to argue, you know, not owning this company, especially for longer term investors. Obviously, I will say at this point, it, it is trading um, higher relative to a lot of other companies in this kind of environment with Apple trading at 24, 25 times earnings in comparison to the S&P where it's at, you know, 15, 16 times. And they've kind of been an outlier in the technology names. But overall, you know, there's a reason for that higher evaluation and for them to do so well is because they've been able to prove themselves during difficult yeah. times and I think that trend is going to continue moving forward. So we like this company where it's at and where it's headed long term uh, for investors. And it's a great way to be able for, you know, early investors for wealth accumulation longer term as well. Right. Understood. And Daniel, you know, this was a really big week for you. The tech world is your world. Um, what stood out to you? Is there other companies that really jumped, you know, Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google? We've had so much. Anything you love right now? Yeah, it's a very split kind of market right now, right? Some companies did very well, or at least better than expected considering what's going on. You know, Microsoft is, I think, a really good example here. They actually didn't uh, meet expectations. And for the first time, they missed them since 2016. And yet the market seems to be very happy with their results, especially for their forecast. And they've been up all week as well. So I think Microsoft is a really interesting company here to also, you know, be an example of a company that can successfully navigate these sort of uh, trying times. You know, Amazon also did better than expected in a lot of areas. AWS did uh, very well considering there. Uh, and consumer demand doesn't seem to be such an issue, which I think is really important here, as there's a lot of talk, obviously, of a recession. But so far, we're not seeing a ton of it. In fact, and inflation seems to be going down a bit, too. So things may actually be looking better than expected, but we'll have a few more months to test that out. Yeah, quickly, Kyle, any names you love? Gotta love Microsoft at these levels, and, and obviously, in addition to that, Google. You know, they're they're trading at this point at, at a really attractive evaluation relative to what they reported. And then, obviously, you know, Apple looking longer term. I mean, this is a company that has such a significant moat. I mean, everyone has an Apple product, and, and not to mention the reliability that comes with the other types of revenue generators outside of just the right. product, but also the services yeah. moving. Forward. 
Kyle Clark, Daniel Rubino, thank you both very, very much. Daniel Rubino of Windows Central, Kyle Clark of Gerber Kawasaki Wealth and Investment Management.